This is Brand Builders. We've been actively working in D2C land for years and are continuing to be in the trenches daily. I'm Matt Lady, one of the co-hosts. Each week, I have an episode with Tom Brown, an episode with Richie Mashiko. Sometimes we'll have one together. We are here to share our unfiltered, candid, casual perspectives, insights, lessons, experiences on building a D2C brand. We text about this stuff all the time and are super nerds about all things e-commerce. And we just want to share this with you and hope you get something from it. Enjoy the show. Okay, so Tom, you tweeted out the other day that automatic discount codes and Shopify can be combined. What does mm-hmm. like what does that mean? Is it a big deal? Why why should we care? I mean for me it's a big deal. Um I think for most folks on Shopify it's a big deal. And it's it's something I'll be honest, I have been looking for and trying to figure out for years. Um and then Shopify announced this, I wanna say almost like six to twelve months ago that this was coming, that they were releasing like this new engine that would replace in some ways like replace scripts on Shopify Plus. If like you wouldn't need a developer to actually figure out these discounts, like you can just now stack automatic discounts on top of each other and they can be combined with like a standard discount code. So like, that's one part of it for Shopify plus merchants. Like, I think that's huge on the flip side, like for regular merchants, which I am, <laughs> I'm no longer in plus, um, which is a whole different conversation, but basically there there's things like the examples that kind of came to my mind. And it's the reason I keep kind of checking for it. We do a lot of like product bundling. Um, so, you know, it'd be like a single pack, three pack, five pack. So for those, like basically all we've done on the back end is like create variants. So there's a, a single, a three and a five. And like those are individual variants. It's not like you're adding three of a product or five of an individual SKU to the cart, which makes some sense. And it's kind of the way like we've managed to work around because we can offer like those bundles and then you can stack a discount code on the top of it as you go through check- through checkout. Hopefully I haven't lost you at that point. <laughs> this kind of enables us to say like, you know, if someone's got two single SKUs in the cart, we can then incentivize them to like go up to the third one instead of like having to change that whole variant. So we don't have to go from like, okay, you need to remove the single and now add the three pack. We can say like, just, just add one more. And then if you're there, like, okay, we're going to give you a bigger discount if you go up to the five pack. And then we can do like, we can stack something else on top. So we can say, you know, all right, you're already spending 80 pounds. If you spend a hundred, we're going to throw in another free product. And by the way, when you get to checkout, now if you want, like you've opted into the email list or the SMS list, we can stack a discount code on top of that. So it's really like for me, it's about just driving that average order value up. In you know, in just a simple way, I mean, there's the simple things you can do, hopefully now going forward of like free gift with purchase, which I think again, going into Black Friday for those that are just trying to keep it simple of like, you know, stacking these again. So let's say 50 pounds, you get one free gift, 150 pounds, like there's now two free gifts, 200 pounds, like it unlocks something else. And you actually brought the example, and I'll probably let you talk through this in a second, but I, I think, and I, I need to play with it a little bit more, I think this and then is going to enable us to basically do like membership offers too. So if somebody is, let's say, almost like a Prime member on our website, every time they come back to the site, we can just say like through this automatic discount, like give this person that's tagged with XYZ free shipping forever on every order over like 50 pounds. Like there's just always going to be a thing. And say still, they can use like promotional discounts that are coming through email flows and everything else. Like they really can now start to stack this up, which I'd say for me, I'm, I'm damn excited about it. It's just a lot of room to play. It's a lot of things that we can do kind of going into Black Friday to test and see which different offers work and you know, much further beyond. It's, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's neat. Yeah. That's, that's a lot, but it's good because I think you play around with your brands and stores and like you're in the weeds a little bit more uh, than me. So that's a good way perspective. And what I'd mentioned, replied to you uh, on that tweet, was like membership programs, like you said. 
And so I've been like looking for these like membership program apps and some of them are like cheap or they're super expensive and take like 10% of my revenue from memberships um, mm -hmm. generated and they can't eat, there's no membership tiers. It's just like, they only have one tier. So there's no like standard membership and then a VIP membership. I'm trying to think of ways for future projects and that will mm -hmm. be talked about later uh, on this show of, hey, like I'm paying to be a, I'm paying you to be a member, like VIP member of your brand. And I'm paying you $10 a month because I'm going to end up buying hundred, one fifty, $200 a product a month. Uh, I want a discount on that. Or I mm -hmm. want free shipping. I want my free shipping tier lowered. I want early access. Like, you know, I'm trying to think about these things because the product is good, but the brand is fine. But I think where we can differentiate is that membership feel. And like, instead of service a million customers once, we can just keep serving this small a thousand customers over and over yeah. uh, and still get single, you know, use single purchases from here and there. So I'm trying to, I was trying to have it with two tiers, like one that's $5, $5 $10 a month. You get your free shipping lowered from 75 to 50 and you yep. get like 15% off, right? Like that basically, even if they don't buy anything, we get $5, right? <laughs> free, free product. And if they buy something, they're going to end up spending more than $5 in that discount anyway. And you know, I think it all, I think I did the math and it all like works out. Right. And then the next tier up would be like this premium or like VIP kind of thing where it's like 10, 15, $20 a month. I'm not sure exactly, but you always get free shipping. You get like the biggest discount always, and you get early access before anyone else does before it's even like technically live. So I'm just like, just trying to think ahead. If, if I can, if I can use this plus the membership apps, or if I can just use this, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think through that there. So you're thinking like use a subscription app basically, or you're thinking almost like a loyalty app mm, or neither, <laughs> neither. Yeah. Like it's, it's specifically like a membership app. So okay. it's, it's, because it's not a consumable product. It's, it would be clothing, for example. Yep. So it, it'd be like, we, ha we release new clothes every week. Mm -hmm. And so it's like 20 or 30 new articles every week and items. And if you like, people like that kind of clothing, I want to become their new, like go-to brand. And mm -hmm. instead of them rewarding them for spending money over time and like loyalty, like, oh, you have to wait till you spend $500 to get this $10 discount. <laughs> yeah. Instead you can just buy your way in. Just give me five, ten dollars every month. I'll give you the discount and yeah. lowered free shipping, right? So, I it's not a subscription technically because I'm not automatically sending them the product. They would yeah. be picking and choosing what they want each time. Okay, and then it's and it's not a loyalty program because it's not based on how much they're based yeah. on their activity. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean. <laughs> I, I think there's probably some ways you could hack it together. There's probably, I would almost go to limb and say like, it wouldn't be a crazy complicated project to put that together. It's like a private app. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> now you got me thinking. 
because <laughs> like there's membership tools out there, the apps and stuff, and like I'm trying yeah. this one and. I'm like, oh, I can only use one discount code or one tier, but now mm -hmm. it looks like we can use two discount codes, but it's not easily set upable in their app, and it's like sounds pretty expensive to me yeah. uh, at times. So, yeah, I was just like, I saw your tweet and I was like, dang, that's pretty interesting. So mm. that's kind of what I was thinking about. No, I like that. It's a cool use case. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like I. I I imagine like a lot of developers I've been talking to the last few weeks have been talking like app developers specifically that are sort of around this field have been talking about like Shopify functions and that kind of rolling out, which I think is kind of like the, an extension of this whole process. Um, so like, I think it's coming. I mean, there's one like car app I'm basically using on one store at the moment that they've, they've basically tried to hack it together whereby like, you know, you can do all these kind of volume discounts within the cart and on the product page. And then once you get to checkout, it basically puts you through like draft orders and it's just spitting a discount code into it or, you know, one way or the other. So it, it works. It's a little hacky. Um, and I know like talking to them, like they are now trying to figure out like how do they kind of walk back from this app so that they're not pushing their own discount codes into like, it's actually natively using like automatic yeah. discounts or it's enabling like stacking it through Shopify functions. Um, right. But <laughs> yeah. know, I think it's going to get a lot of people off guard because like this, it's been this way on Shopify for forever. That you have not been able to do this sort of stuff, and this had to be like hacks and workarounds. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I've always um, speaking of apps. Uh, the last couple of weeks, I got a cold DM about someone wanting me to advise on their Shopify app, be like an advisor. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I've never been an official advisor before. I've just like, people just DM me shit and I answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm like, oh, okay. And then I like thought about it some more and looked at the app. I'm like, this could, this could be cool. But it's one of those things, Tom, where we haven't talked about this in a couple weeks, if not like almost two months at this point <laughs> from the first couple episodes. But it wasn't a hell yes. And it like, I didn't want to like stretch myself even more thin than I already am. And I'm like, yeah. man, like this seems cool. And that'd be cool to be like an advisor, I guess. But like, it wasn't an idea I was super hype about. The mm. idea of that being an advisor and helping someone, I love yeah. help. We love helping people that gets to be hype, but not this use case. So mm. I was like, no, like it's a little outside my like scope of. Uh, expertise and just right now there's some stipulations of like work for two months and then get equity so i was just like mm, i kind of don't need to do that right now so i'm gonna pass <laughs> so yeah just kind of interesting you you mentioned apps and shopify developers and stuff and i was like okay yeah i kind of haven't told you about this one yet so yeah that'd been the last couple of weeks um conversation and i was like yeah no i'm good so it's funny, man. I think I can't remember if we had this conversation on air or off air after an episode where like I, I said I'd kind of been approached by an app developer wanting to sponsor the podcast, uh, not podcast, the, the newsletter that I yeah. may or should not, should write more of. <laughs> like I've definitely missed a few weeks, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like the more I kind of dug into it, you know, the guy basically just sent me like a templated response of yeah, how much he loved the newsletter, but it turned out like he'd never read it. And like as much as it would have been easy to just take the money and run the sponsorship, I'm like, I don't believe in this. Like, this yeah. is not something I want to work with. No, this is a bad fit. Yeah. No. So, 
look at us making decisions and being holding up to right. some sort some sort of like moral integrity or values <laughs> or keeping our energy or whatever uh, intact. So be right. Okay. It is, it's it's starting to say no to stuff that isn't a hell yes, which is. It's amazing how fast I forget it. And I, like you, I just try and take on way too much. I'll spread way too thin and before and her. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did I even start this thing? Like, what? Then you're like, oh, okay. At one point, I was super excited about it. Okay. Do I still want, am I still excited about it now? Yeah. Do I think I'll be, keep being excited about it? Um, like, this show was like a year conversation off and on before we finally got it going <laughs> at least yeah so with richie has been even longer right <laughs> richie yeah his first episode comes out like well we're recording today but hey cool yeah but no no like we recorded last week it comes out today we're recording yeah. our episode today this one comes out later in the week so his should be out like by now, if you're listening to this one, <laughs> um, we've been t talking about it for like at least two years, minimum. Two years, and we've done like f three or four like first episodes in different like different takes and different times, yeah. and like they just never stuck with it, never like whatever. So I'm like, dude, I'm already doing this with Tom. It's basically the same like show and format. Like, let's just compound it together, and then we can like have a group episode every once in a while. And then we can uh, teaser, uh, since we have so many loyal listeners, uh, me, Tom, and Richie are rolling out at some point a full brand business audit kind of service, A-U-D-I-T, not O-D-D-I-T, <laughs> audit. Well, I do love audit. Uh, we, do, we do love audit. They should still sponsor the show. Um, and, and then, so that'll be interesting. It'll be like a... A gut check audit, which is like a short version, like basically catch red flags and then, okay, keep doing this. <laughs> like this is working well for you. Keep doing this and catch red flags. The yeah. deeper dive audit is like, we take almost a month. We go into every part in every section of your business. We categorize green, yellow, red flags. There's, oh, these are the levers you should pull here, are the little buttons you should press to optimize the big lever, you know, so we'll get, we'll go like a little more in depth there. And then there might be, or may not be an advisory sort of group consulting call and then kind of ongoing support for certain brands. So uh, that's why Richie's starting this show, Brand Builders, mm -hmm. and we're just going to combine, like combine it and compound efforts. So we have two episodes a week instead of my like eighth podcast that I have to like worry about and try to grow all these at the same time. So uh, it all just makes sense. So yeah, it does. Yeah, there's it that. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Yeah, man, I mean, I, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I haven't got too much I can talk to like on the, the high side of things. Like we are still kind of a work in progress. New website should, I'm hoping, go live tonight. So actually, by the time this airs, the new site may be live. So if you're listening, go to tryhutch.co.uk. Like complete bias. Like I want you to go check this thing out and just tear it down for me and tell me what you love and tell me what you absolutely hate. It still needs work, um, but it is 10 times better than where it was. So hopefully by the time this is live, it's up. But on the flip side, what is going on with Stumptown? You're what, two weeks in? Yeah, officially two weeks, more like three, because I worked the few days on the first week before the that Friday. But September 16th to the 30th, so first two weeks done. Uh, within that time, <laughs> whether it was 
my doing or not, I can't, I can't really attribute it directly. I need a tool for that, apparently, uh, my inputs onto the brand. But since I started, the first half of September was uh, like a 4.8 MER. Okay. It's pretty healthy. Since Pretty healthy. But after I came on, it was 8.76. Jesus, man. So I didn't do much. I cut the bad spend. And we let the good spend go more. So we didn't really scale up. We just cut back on the waste. So more profitable, less spend, any drop in revenue? No, we we had our highest revenue month all of since January of this year. Jesus. And two single days, consecutive, like almost consecutively beat each other. It was like a Saturday and a, a Monday or something, or Friday and a Sunday. Um, like two highest revenue days all year. Hmm. No sale. No, no, didn't change anything else. Didn't like cutting back. Yeah, I, yeah. Just people want a mattress. I don't know. Like, okay, cool. So yeah, um, got, I mean, when you, when you say like you cut back on, you know, you trimmed like bad spend. Is there anything that you can kind of talk to there of like what you were looking at and what was kind of like a runaway that really should not have been getting budget and obviously say as much or as little as you can. <laughs> yeah. So, I wish it was more complicated and more expertise and guru-y and like this five-step uh, bad spend cutting system. <laughs> I, I, I'm a novice at Google Ads. I looked at the keywords. Oh, this one spent a thousand bucks in the last 30, 60 days. It's got zero purchases. It's not a brand keyword in the brand campaign. Let me turn that off. It was that simple for it on the Google side. <laughs> <laughs> so like that, that like that, that that was part of it. <laughs> Cause we're our spend is not that high. Like we've yeah. been between five and fifteen K a month. Okay, so a so thousand could be at twenty percent or it could be ten percent, right? So and, and not only is it wasting it, it's taking the spend away from the other ones that are actually five, six, seven, eight X returns. Mm. So it's, it's both. So I think that's kind of a, it was a small button push literally took, I just said off and it like it helped a lot. So that was cool. Um, I haven't changed anything on Facebook too much yet. Kind of just like trying to get a handle on things and kind of just observing. I'm doing like a daily scorecard where I kind of track metrics each day and kind of just see, okay, this, this is what happened. This is the spend. How does that translate to like revenue per session? I've been trying to like, track that because we only get like 150 to 250 website visitors a day mm-hmm. and we make a few thousand dollars a day. Yeah. That's kind of thing um, you get in that, in that industry. Like you don't need thousands of visitors to, to do damage. No. So it's just, um, I can't wait. Oh, we picked a website partner and we went with, we went with the, the one of the templated agencies. And so I, we, we talked about that last week, but solidified done deal project kickoff call last week went very well. Good energy. Copywriter sat in on it with, um, their project manager guy. Mm-hmm. So. And that was just was, using a template, like, and then just customizing off the top of that. That's right. Yeah. And, and so this is the one where their client dropped, one of their clients dropped out of October. So we yeah. might get it done by November 1st. Whoa. And 
So that's like literally less than four weeks uh, at this point. So I'm like, kind of where, I'm like, is that that's super fast? Like that seems too fast. But at the same time, I'm like, is it that hard? If like they don't have anything else to do, <laughs> like yeah. you know, if it's their main focus for the month, then you know, so be it. So are that's you, cool. Are you targeting like using it before Black Friday, or are you thinking like sit on it until afterwards? So for me, uh, uh, yeah, it's a great question, and I think for many other brands or any if I had clients right now, I'd recommend not trying to do that beforehand. Yeah. But <laughs> knowing my situation, I know the numbers. I know what it looks like. I know we're not capturing and sending any emails, and yeah. like I know the mobile conversion rates very low and the desktop version is very high uh all for all things considered yep. are aovs continuing to go up with that the latest product that came out <laughs> in the last 30 days that peak mattress it's the highest price point price point it's the newest one that has been the most sold online nice and is that <laughs> like has there been any kind of promotional push with that even if it's like you know, facebook ads retargeting like post purchases or nothing uh, nope nothing dude uh so <laughs> it's it, our AOV's only going up <laughs> for we we, sh we q4 now is officially here we're set to initially we had estimated two new products to release mm -hmm. uh sheets and an rv size i think so i don't know RV slash van size. So I don't know if that's this month or next month or December. So um, my Google ads freelancer, Twitter Avenger friend is starting this month. So he can like, oh, like uh, actually take over and make bigger changes and restructure the account versus me just killing an a, a keyword. <laughs> uh, so that's going to like, dude, like <laughs> these are all amazing things that just are happening and we've been talking about it but it just it takes, takes time, time. yeah it does yeah it does. which I, momentum. yeah which is like so hard for me to wrap my brain around because <laughs> the last seven years i've been just like for lack of better term on edge with mm -hmm. all of my client work in past agencies and when I was an employee at agencies, there was you know doing the work helping with new projects with, with new, getting new clients uh, there is the admin side of things. There's weekly meetings and boss and employee stuff. I don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in the weeds. I planned it all out. I have time and space to think about everything. I know I want to press all the buttons this second, but I can't, but I just can't yet. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, you know, at some point you will be able to stop pushing buttons and pulling levers, <laughs> but it will be in like a, yeah, an orderly fashion and an impactful fashion, hopefully. Yes. So I'm super pumped to just try to be the best client possible for the website agency because I've been on the other side of the coin and I've, yeah. I've helped with website projects too in a past life. So uh, I, I feel good about that. A lot of good stuff. And getting back to the original question, I totally went on a total tangent. Uh, if I'm, if I'm going to launch the new site before Black Friday. Yeah. I think we have, all that being said, what I just said, I think we have such low risk of changing the site over. I think yeah. the, the reward, highly, 
highly outweighs the risk in this case. We yeah. don't have some crazy offer going up. We don't Down have some crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So as of right now, we, at the last 12 years, Stumptown has been around. No sale, no discount. I'm not going to mess that up in my first 12 weeks <laughs> uh, <laughs> for, to undo 12 years of work. So no crazy offer, no crazy functionality, no custom stuff. It's just the template. Like it's, it's going to work. <laughs> like we're going to, we have time to QA it. I'm going to sit and go, I'm going to get like all 10 devices in my, around my house and go through the website and check everything for And they'll do that too. So like, I'm not too worried about it. Like I think many brands and bigger brands or they're more like if they have a tighter like cash flow right now or a ton of inventory tied up and they need this to like black friday to hit and work mm -hmm. you may not want to at this point but no. like i said in, <laughs> in, in our situation i gave all that context and this is like my job to like work with the website agency to like get this launched that's like one of my main priorities for the next month I have way more time and space than just like a founder where that's like one little thing they're doing, but like 20 other things to do. So yeah. I'm not too worried about it in our case. So Good. yeah, if you're not rolling out huge discounts, if you're not, you know, it's not like you've got crazy volumes of traffic. Um, it's not like there's a huge repeat rate there or these people coming back to the website regularly. Like, yeah, if you were to switch it over tomorrow, it, again, touch wood, famous last words, it shouldn't have a drastic impact. Yeah. One thing you said, and I'm, I'm curious how much you can kind of talk about it, or talk to it rather, um, on the Google Ads side of things, because I'll be honest, like you, I have never really gotten too deep into Google Ads. Like I've run very basic stuff, but I've typically always handed it off to an agency. I think you just said you you, you brought on a freelancer or a, an Avenger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, like, what is that? Again, depending on how much you can talk about it. What does that kind of look like? How many how many hours? What kind of retainer are you are you looking at on that? And whether that's like a dollar amount or just like a how many hours does that kind of look like in terms of commitment per month? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's good to discuss this, and I can share most of it as far as I know. Uh, so, I... <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's good. Um, so, uh, like like you just said. I, I know where an account is doing well, and I know when it's doing bad. I don't know what buttons to press to make that change yeah. besides removing that one keyword. <laughs> so I knew, I talked to a couple people. I talked to some small agencies. I talked to some freelancers. Some people did audits and like, just like poked around and did a few things and shared some stuff. And they all kind of confirmed what I was thinking mm -hmm. where this is being mismanaged horribly. You have a lot of opportunity, even for a small brand like Stumptown. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. I got like five different like inputs from other people to like kind of like help confirm what I was thinking. Yep. Um, and then I have known this freelancer for years uh, at this point. And he is a big fan of the Civitas shirts from two years ago, my little graphic t-shirt brand. And so he was a customer from then, and we've just kind of talked on and off since, since then. Um, and his pricing is by ad spend amounts. So it is less than the old agency we were paying mm -hmm. for Facebook and Google, and they were like lighting our money on fire. So that's, that's one pro. <laughs> 
Second pro is that even when the spend gets much higher <laughs> into the tens of thousands of dollars a month, mm -hmm. his fee is not linearly scaling with it. Okay. It is, it, it, it is, or it's a decent amount to start, but it's very little incremental, um, adding up. So I'm like, cool. I'm trying to balance making the right call now and for the next 12 months. Which is really hard for me to think about because I've always been, hey, clients, what are we doing today in the next seven days? And that's it. <laughs> so I'm trying to have this long-term thinking. So it's initially account restructure, make sure everything's connected properly um, with like Google Merchant Center analytics and uh, shopping feed and actually having branded campaigns versus and non-brand campaigns so we know where the money's going and what's happening. And so I think it'll just be like extremely like how, how little we're spending. It's a huge lever and mm -hmm. for now and in the next 12 months, as I ramp up, you know, traffic on Facebook and getting actual ad creative in the account and not like, I, I, I'm not a designer, but I could do better than that. And so, um, you know, just different stuff like that with the and Shopify and email, blah, blah, blah. A quick reminder from our sponsor, ShareID. Find your next lifetime customers by providing verified discount codes based on occupation or life stage. Speak directly to veterans, students, teachers, first responders, and continue to tailor your messaging to them in the future with post-purchase emails and text messages. Make them feel seen with your brand by using ShareID to seamlessly verify their email in seconds during the purchase process. Go to shareid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. So that's a little bit more about it. And so I trust him. I know we can talk once every two weeks, check in real quick. He'll tell it to me straight and then not try to BS me with anything. And then like, cool, go do that. What do you need from me? And then like, I don't have to have worrying about this agency of like, are they doing what they said they'd do? Like, what's going on? Like, he, yeah. his proposal, he did like a mini, mini, mini audit, but mostly in the proposal, he kind of laid out the first like 30, 60, 90 days. Like, this is what I'm doing in the first 30 days. I'm doing this, 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 and this. The after the month one, uh, we'll focus on this, this, and this. And so, and he was one of the only ones to ask me about like actual profitability and goals and numbers. And so... Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's a good sign <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so much understands that you need to make money and set <laughs> APIs and mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so so this he's going to help me on that side of the business to capture the demand from that exists in the world and then also from when we drive traffic on Facebook and Instagram. So Very cool, man. it's I I'm making like one decision to now to make not make 10 other ones later it's like cool i trust him he's got it it's it's a fair amount to start with and it's even more fair for us later on um yeah. as we scale and he like he told me that his fees and rates like i didn't try to i didn't haggle him i didn't like break him down because he's my buddy or like anything like that yeah. um so i was like cool that sounds good and i don't want to be that brand that Oh, like a few, like ugh, two, three, four, 
two or three weeks ago, saw a tweet about, I've fired and hired over 50 agencies in the last two years for my brand. Here's the top 10 like lessons I learned. So I don't want to be that person. Five uh, zero in two yeah, years. Yeah, five zero, five zero plus, like 50 and above. And it's all across all parts of the business, not just like 50 fat Facebook ads agencies, but still. Um, that is so, a amount of management of just people and agencies and interviews and process. Jesus. Over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. Uh-uh. So, so I did it once. I'm pretty, I'm very happy with my choice. It fits into our current budget, which is low to just be mm-hmm. blunt. Uh, they just brought me on. And my salary is non-zero. And so and they did they only had the agency before. Yeah. So they just like a lot more yeah. expenses. And that business was run how it was up until I came on. I can't mm-hmm. control past cash flow and decisions. I can yeah. do what I can now moving forward. So like cool, I got my Google guy for the next like 12 months, hopefully, if not longer. And I'm gonna run Facebook for at least the next 12 months. I can't imagine being too busy that I will have to hire an agency or freelancers to take it over. I feel like at the spend levels we're at with the non-complexity of SKUs as of right now, all this stuff, like I think I'll be able to media buy and manage, you know, th- these other pieces of the puzzle. So yeah. Um, yeah. Long, long-winded answer to your very short question. Oh, I think that's helpful. Truly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, happy. Like, I just tried to like explain how I was thinking about it and why I made that choice. Um, and what's so hard for me now is like, cool. I got time. Like it's going to take a month until the website, you know, launches. Yeah. I, I want to start on TikTok. I want to do SEO. I want to like do all this stuff. And I'm just like, dude, like you don't have an unlimited budget. <laughs> You're on week three. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even do you can't even get the most out of these things because the website's still not live yet. So yeah. I've just been using some of my time to plan ahead and mm-hmm. try to like put these budget estimates together of like cool. And it's really hard. I'm like, oh, here's my dream team of people, freelancers, agencies, whatever. I can't afford them anytime soon to get all of them. So I'm like, okay. Where's my minimal viable starting point? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I get two TikTok organic videos a week, right? Like, don't be the face of the brand and post twice a day. Like, don't give me any of this, like, huge packages and stuff. Uh, I don't need 18 SEO articles a month but on month one. Like, us getting to Shopify and doing, like, one blog post, two blog posts a month mm-hmm. uh, will probably be a good investment. Right. So that's what I'm also trying to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So short term and long term. And it's retraining my brain and my decision making to think longer term rather than, oh, like, how can I manage this client's expectations and results in the short term and control this just single piece of the puzzle? Now I have now I have access to all the levers and all the buttons. And so. There's just only so many I can press at a time. And, uh, but I think we're like, as much as I want to just move on to this next thing and just get moving, I did, I pulled a lot of levers already in two weeks. Like, I've done a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. So, 
and impactful stuff. I mean, as much as it may have been just, you know, diving into, let's say, Google ads and just killing off that, like, one campaign that was spending unnecessarily and going from, I think you said, like, a 4.5 to, like, an 8x MER. I mean, like, as much as time-wise, like, it doesn't seem like a lot, like, it's impactful. Like, that's <laughs> drastically impactful. <laughs> Dude, it was, like, five, ten minutes. I was like, yeah. oh, I, am I cool? I went by, cam by, by campaign. I'm like, cool, cool. Okay, let's click into the ad sets. Okay. Let's look at the ads. Okay. Keywords. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and like sort highest to lowest spend. Okay. This one's doing pretty good. Oh, that one has zero next to it. <laughs> okay. That's the last seven days. Let, let's look. Let's look back. Last 30. Oh, still zero. Last 60. Still zero. I'm like, last 90? Still zero. And I'm like, okay, this is not a one off like bad day or week. No, this is just inappropriate. This is ridiculous. Almost fraudulent activity by the other agency to have that there and not catch it or mention it. And it then it's, so, it's kind of a conversation I've had with like a lot of freelancers over the years and consultants over the years where they don't, they don't kind of see their own value. Like, you know, you being able to do that and dive into the account, like not to you know, blow smoke up, but <laughs> Like it, it takes a level of understanding and it just takes curiosity as much as anything and just time to actually sit down, go through the account, filter it, like you said, go back over past data and then just review it. Be like, okay, this is costing us a goddamn fortune. How has no one else noticed this? You know, <laughs> yeah. As much as you think it's obvious, it's it's not. Like, no. Like, oh you're my the gosh. In your own business and like, this is just one component of it. To have someone come in and say like, you just, you need to fix this. <laughs> I do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like okay. today, now, like, and I, I look, button click off. Now it's fixed. Like, oh my gosh. It's so great it's to so have. To yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's so, it's so, I don't know what the right word is. It's like, but it's so fundamental or obvious to me or you or people yeah. like us. Cause that's what we've specialized in and been like doing day in and day out for years now. Mm. But for an agency that just throws themselves together and outsources everything and hires the cold email people to bring in new clients to last for two or three months and they churn, which is kind of seemed what happened here um, with the agency I let go. And I really wanted to like, I wanted it to be good. I, I, I came in with like no uh, bias or like no, Oh, these people suck. I'm going to fire them. I can do better. I like, I was just genuinely like sitting there on the call. I didn't say a word and they shared like absolutely just backwards things. So like, Oh, Google's doing worse. So we're going to spend more money on Facebook, but Google's still doing good. <laughs> and I'm just like, those two statements cannot be correct. Mm -hmm. So it was just like five, six, seven of those. And then, you know, me looking at each account. And I was like, okay, that's that's enough. Uh, like, that's their management fee, like that for for this. So, I'm like, no, 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 I got us. So, uh, long story short, um, it, it what I am doing is high leverage, and I may not be working eight to ten hours a day every single day, but I'm trying to come around on. That doesn't mean I'm being productive and driving the business forward. No, it doesn't. No, so that's so hard, and I don't think I'm alone in that. No, you're not. Honestly, it's 
it's something I've struggled with in the past. It's something I'm I'm kind of struggling to get to grips with even right now with Hutch of like you know it's it's a fairly flexible work culture I would say and I don't know if it's, they may listen to this and tell me otherwise so <laughs> I'll prepare to be reprimanded. Um, but no, in all seriousness, like it's everybody is more interested in like the impact. You know, we're looking at it on the basis of like okay, how many clients do we need to get? What does that look like in terms of like what does what does the funnel look like? And it's not we're not looking at it as like hours in. It's just yeah. how many leads. How many of them actually get on a demo? How many of those then convert? Yeah, it's it's a very simple process, but it, it doesn't... That could take two hours to get all the clients we need. It could take 200 hours. No one really cares which... Like, we're, we all just want the result. So it's like whatever yeah. gets the result. It doesn't mean I need to spend like eight until eight every single day working on this. It's like, okay, maybe I'll do eight until 11. Like, we'll go off, we'll do something else, figure it out. Like, as long as there are clients and leads coming in every day and like it's moving closer to our goals, I think everybody's well and happy. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, it's one of those things where we both have run our own businesses and brands and had clients and stuff in the past. Um, and it's like, we know what we know and like what we think is correct. And ultimately, like the client is the one paying us and Definitely. they have the final like decision and or like what they think is important. So then we sometimes, if we don't, aren't good at, setting expectations or setting the scope of work or being steadfast in our like expertise or like, this is the plan. Like we're like two bad days is we're not going to just throw out the plan. Like, no. but so often, uh, founders, I get it. It's your money. Like it's your baby. It's your yeah. business. Like it's what you do every single day, all day, every day. Yeah. But like, you're hiring people for a reason. You yep. either don't have the time, money, or expertise, or all of the above yep. for this part of the process, this piece of the puzzle. And just because we don't spend four hours a day on your brand every single day doesn't mean we're not delivering four hours of impact, for example, every day. And oftentimes what we do, like that results that come today aren't from today's actions. No, they're not. They're, they're from weeks, months ago. So that all that to be said, I, I'm glad you understand where I'm coming from as well. And I'm like, I just shared, like, we had two highest revenue days all year. And then we had the highest revenue month since January. And like, and I'm still like, I'm not doing enough. Like, <laughs> it's two weeks into a job, man. Like, I got, like, my mindset is slowly, slowly, slowly shifting. And learning to have the longer view now that I have a single job and a single focus rather than, Oh, I need to like prospect for new clients. I need to do sales calls. I need to service the clients and communicate with them and then do the invoices. I don't have to do all that anymore. I can just yeah. do the work and then, Oh, every two weeks I get my paycheck <laughs> and then like, Oh, I can work like during the day. I can work at night. I can take some time off. I can go on the weekend. Like, and it's all, it's all like, I don't have to action everything. I can just like write down my notes and thoughts, my brainstorms, my brain dumps. And as much as I want to do TikTok, like right the hell now, probably isn't the right time. And so it's been, it's been real fun and uh, a new challenge in a different way yeah. to adapt and adjust through all that. Yeah, it is. It's funny, you, you just touched on a lot of stuff that it's kind of taking me back to like the early days of consulting where like scope would just get out of whack like hours for 
I remember like I read a book, I think it was like million dollar consulting or something like that, which I'll be honest, it changed me. It moved me away from like this hourly kind of billing structure very much over to deliverables where mm-hmm. it became like anytime I got on a call, like almost one of the first questions I would ask is like, you know, what is the outcome? Like what, what does success look like for you at the end of this project? Not like how many hours this is going to take. Like there was absolutely no conversation around that. There was no, like, I'm going to be on Slack with you from 10 until four. Like it, that just was not a thing. You know, we yeah. may have like take like weekly or bi-weekly check-in. But ultimately, like you were looking for the result. That's why you hired me. You don't care whether it takes me 10 hours or 100. Like I'm going to bill you the same amount. <laughs> what you're looking for is the outcome. But it's amazing how difficult that was to, to implement. And like you say, you just had to be steadfast and stand your ground because I, I've done it. I know I've done it Like as, as a business owner and as a, as a yeah. merchant, a brand owner. Like it, it is your baby. You want to be protective of it. It's so hard to just let go. Like, okay, you're the expert. I trust you. Let me know when it's done. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> like, just let it go. And it's like, ah, and just let, re- release. Um, yeah, I feel that, man. Um, yeah, so lo- long story short, Stumptown's going well. Things are moving. All The levers are being pulled ever so slowly. <laughs> um, and I'll start doing some more button pushing. That's, that's kind of the terms I've been using for... Uh, like big pro- big projects or like um like initiatives like a lever right and mm-hmm. so just cuz i know i need to pull the lever move to shopify <laughs> right like i can't do that i can't just go boop, and then it's done i can start pulling that one and then oh go push the facebook buttons and go like optimize the campaigns or the google ad campaigns and then the big lever was oh hire the Google ads freelancer. So I don't have to push the Google buttons anymore. So mm-hmm. I've, I've been trying to, it's been helpful for me to try to like differentiate the two of like today, daily tasks of button pushing and yeah. then like checking in on the like, Oh, how's that lever coming along? Like, Oh, I, they, the website guy emailed me. He needs me to get back to him on that. So it's like, that's a button to like help that needs to be pressed to help get the lever down. Right. So it, I don't know. It's silly, but it like, it helps me to like differentiate like, Oh, I am doing things even though I'm not doing 200 or like tw- 10 or 20 tasks every day. Right. Like I'm not crossing things off like nearly as rapidly as I was with five, six, seven clients mm, or across the, the other parts of my business. Yeah. yeah. So Are impactful. Yeah. Yes. It's so weird. And I've never been in, like mm-hmm. I keep mentioning, never been in house. I saw it. This is so weird, and it's been it's been taking a lot learning on the go. And I have a boss, but like he's he's not the D 2 C wizard. Like that's he hired me to do that <laughs> for this brand. So um, it's it's been real interesting, man. So mm. no, thanks, man. Truly, I appreciate you opening up and just being honest <laughs> about it. It's, it's damn cool. Yeah, yeah, man. No problem. Um, Last one, really quick. Go on, let's do it. Is I got demos from Dar- Northbeam and <laughs> Triple Whale. <laughs> Twitter's going to attack me. Um, so <laughs> they are similar but different. And there are use cases for both. Mm-hmm. And they're also. Ultimately, I'm starting with Triple Whale. As soon as the Shopify site goes live, it is relatively cheaper than Northbeam, but that's not really the main 
thing. I'm just like listing the differences. Mm -hmm. the, there's more features and support across different things and not just paid media. So it'll have the different dashboards, the influencer, the post-purchase stuff, like survey, like the creative cockpit. Like, so there's more to it than just data modeling. North Beam. For triple oil, correct. Yep, I'm with you. North Beam, my understanding is better if you have higher quantity of traffic, therefore revenue. And so you, the more quality inputs you give North Beam's machine, mm -hmm. the higher quality modeling and attribution and forecasting it'll give you. Okay. I've mentioned the website visitor numbers of 100 to 200, maybe 300 a day. That is not nearly enough to make the most of North Beam. With North Beam. That would make sense. So the easiest lever to pull is yeah. Triple Whale. And I get a cool little app on my phone. <laughs> you do it's a lovely little widget <laughs> it's it's beautiful it's well designed it's nice to be like oh how's it going oh let me just check stuff out really quick yeah um, dangerous. the day you will check that thing but yeah 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 hide it on like the last page <laughs> <laughs> oh wait so i should turn off all the alarms every 15 yeah, minutes oh, yeah, that's this <laughs> check triple well dashboard <laughs> screenshot to twitter i should turn that off uh, I mean, unless you're writing a thread, in which case you have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, good to know. But that's that's my very <laughs> elementary understanding of these two platforms is Northbeam is only focused on being the best like ad, paid ad, like modeling, attribution, and forecasting tool. Okay. Triple Whale is almost trying to be very good or good enough in multiple different areas and be in this all in one app that you can kind of add on and like bundle up over time. So in terms yeah, of, yeah, I was just going to ask in terms of like traffic volume to put through Northwell, did they kind of give you like a benchmark of like, okay, use triple well, <laughs> maybe up till this point, And then like, you're going to tell me like a hundred thousand visitors or something a month. No, no. First, I'm just giving you crap. Cause you said North whale. <laughs> did I really? Good lord. <laughs> Somebody's going to shoot me. <laughs> you need to, so, uh, so they did not give me... Yeah, North Beam. Yeah, I knew what you were saying. I just had to, had to say it. Yeah. Uh, get some sleep, but... Uh, so I don't think I ever got a specific number or point. I talked to a friend that is much, much, much more technical and smarter than me and told me, like... Listen, you saw my tweet from the other week. Listen, I know you don't... I, I'm DMing you because I don't want to start another war on the timeline. <laughs> like, that's he led off with that. He's like, look, tell me your numbers and I'll tell you which tools to use. I'm like, cool. So I shared that and I'm like, he's like, okay, use this. Later on, consider that. Done. Like, I made your choice for you. I'm like, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, that was, like, super simplified it over, like... um. Like, oh man. So, and again, like, I don't think either one of these is going to like make or break the brand or business. No. Like it's, it's gotten to this point so far with neither. It's had zero email 
the website is slow as molasses. It's all these things we, I keep talking about why I'm so excited to press all the buttons and push all the, break, pull all the levers. It might make my life easier. It might help me second, give a second glance at things. Um, but as of this point in the business and life cycle of the business, like brand, it's not going to be like, oh my God, this changed everything. No. Like it's already growing. It's already profitable. It's going to keep going and being profitable. And now they have someone to actually like do something each day with the brand. <laughs> Before it's just like we hired an agency and they just kind of like did their thing with it. So I, as, as much a big deal as people make it, I think this is like a very, I hate to say generalized things like that, but for many brands, it's a small lever to pull of like, the right platform to use of North Beam versus Triple Whale. But I guess like if you had no idea about UTMs or no idea about ad spend versus like your Shopify revenue and like using blended ROAS and these other things to track your paid ad performance, mm. then yeah, like this is a big deal. It's like game changing and you have no other channels to get keep getting sales then yeah I, I i guess like i see it i totally do yeah so yeah i get that definitely get that so that's that's my little last update hopefully i don't have to uh, talk about that for a while um and i hopefully i didn't say either of them too many times or else they like might show up at my house no, I, mean, and, like, I saw you on twitter misspelling both of them intentionally on so purpose on, on purpose, purpose. Yeah, that's all right <laughs> yeah no, and some people liked it and like messaged me and like laughed because they're just like dude i get it okay <laughs> good job like no like it didn't get that much attention i didn't want it to get like no. engagement war yeah so that was good so uh, I think that's it for this time. Uh, we'll catch me and Tom. We'll catch you next week in a couple days. You will catch me and Richie on our, our next episode. Please, uh, subscribe. If, you, if you're listening, make sure you're subscribed that those little things help us a lot, helps other people find it. Uh, leave us a rating and review, or if you don't want to do that, DM us, let us know how you like it, what you don't like. If you have a question, we'll, you'll get a free 30 to 45 minutes of me and Tom easily. rambling about easily about your question. And we're happy to do it. No charge. So let us know what the hell's going on. Thanks for listening. Appreciate y'all. And we will uh, catch you on the next one.